All right, according to Zoom, we're recording. That's right, listeners. We're <laughs> recording on Zoom now because Craigbot has failed us multiple times. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode, uh, Death of Me, you'll notice that I hit puberty quite a few times throughout that experience. Right. Usually we use Craigbot to record through Discord. And they've been having issues with connectivity. They have it on their website that they are aware of this issue to stop bothering them about it because they can't fix it. And it's just due to how many people are currently using Discord. And it's it's just been frustrating. Oh, I see. I was going to say, like, why? It's just because so many people are on it. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, here we are. And we'll see how our audio sounds through Zoom. Heck yeah, Zoom should sound pretty cool. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Real Horror Show. This is your host, Samantha, and I'm joined, as always, by the Stormy Skies. Hello. Just in case you forgot what podcast you chose, it's us. (laughs) Yeah, typically if there's someone complaining about a minor aspect of their life, it's the Real Horror Show podcast. (laughs) Because we have to talk about what the Real Horror Show is, you guys, so... It's yeah. important. <laughs> and if you're listening to us today, it is Valentine's Day 2021. Whoa, that that's crazy. That's like some kind of futuristic talk here. Yeah, I mean, it's technically not Valentine's Day today, but when you're listening to us, it will be. It will be. <laughs> Heck yeah. So and how are you enjoying Valentine's Day? Um, definitely not in a healthy relationship or anything, much like our hero and icon, Anastasia Steele. Excellent segue into what we decided to watch for our Valentine's special this year. Yeah, uh, we, so I, 2020 was like five years long. Yes. And I didn't realize we had actually watched Fifty Shades of Grey last year. I thought it was two years ago. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Which made no sense. So mm-hmm. this year we are following new tradition and talking about Fifty Shades Darker. Yes. Which is a, a <laughs> which is a 2017 American erotic romantic drama film directed by James Foley and written by Niall Lennard. Yeah. Based on E.L. James' 2012 novel of the same name, the second installment of the Fifty Shades film trilogy and the sequel to the 2015 film, Fifty Shades of Grey, it stars Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan as Anastasia Steele and Christian Grey, respectively. Respectively. Heck yeah, guys, we watched the sequel. And lucky for us, next year we can watch the third one. (laughs) Yay! Fifty Shades Freed when they get married. Yay! Which is the opposite of freedom, in my opinion. Yeah, weird. (laughs) Uh, That is funny to to mention because it is quite the opposite. It's mostly in Anastasia's case. I am pro-marriage. I want to get married. Uh, Stormy is happily married. Yeah, but But, not uh, to Christian Grey. (laughs) We're we're talking about how uh, Anastasia Steele is clearly in an abusive relationship. And therefore, marrying that man would not be freeing her from his fucking behavior. Fucking which, behavior. Oh, my God. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so I had 
previous experience with Fifty Shades of Grey. I had already watched it when we watched it last year for the podcast. Mm -hmm. This is my first time venturing into the sequels and just every fucking red flag that comes in Anastasia's direction, she just blatantly ignores it. They're not even red flags. They're fucking sirens right (laughs) in her goddamn face. They're like giant neon billboards. And I don't know if I'm harsher on this right now because we this is a post-Midnight Sun real horror show where we've been inside the mind of Edward Cullen, who is Christian Grey. We're not going to argue about this anymore. These are Twilight fan fictions. <laughs> it is him. It's Edward and Bella. Where we know Edward basically wants to kill Bella 24-7 <laughs> until she becomes a vampire. I am 90% sure that's what's going through Christian Grey's head right now. Yeah, he's like straight up like, I want to fucking kill Anastasia Steele like 24-7. Would like not kill her, but like dominate her and like make her like feel like just completely just make her feel like an awful human and demean her because he basically says that later in the movie yeah (laughs) which is just the fuck that's not healthy that's not i don't think real doms even think that way like that's strictly specific times in your relationship that's not a 24 7 type feeling (laughs) right and lucky for christian he uh was able to finally tell Anastasia although I feel like they were dating for like a long time and then they broke up and then they just kind of got back together instantly but he was like yeah I had a rough life and so that gives me a pass to like act like a fucking psycho (laughs) she's like oh that's okay Christian I'm sorry I won't be mean anymore it's okay like Like, like God damn, I I hate Anastasia Steele so much. Like, I don't even hate Bella Swan, but I hate Anastasia Steele. Listen, yeah, I wish that I would have remained off mute because I didn't know you could hear me, but if you would have heard, like, my comments while watching, I was just, like, constantly... (laughs) I was worse than Christian. I was like, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Constantly. (laughs) Okay, so let's just get into acting because I have notes about Dakota Johnson who plays Anastasia Steele. Um, And I do bullet points. And and yes, listeners, we did watch this movie together, but we were muted the whole time. So most thoughts are going to be fresh for both of us. Um, okay, so here's my little paragraph rant about Dakota Johnson. Okay. So I haven't seen Dakota Johnson in a lot of other movies, but she was so bad in this movie, probably worse than she was in the first. There's a belief that this is just how she chose to portray the character because of how stupid the overall series is. But I don't think that justifies her participation in it. In fact, I think that rumor only exists because Kirsten Stewart did this, did something similar with Bella in Twilight. Bella has no real personality in the books. So that's how she was portrayed in the movie. Right. I've never read the books, but I can guess Anastasia's personality traits boil down to, I'm a brunette and I like books. (laughs) Yeah, straight up. Like If I recall from the first movie, she didn't even have a fucking laptop somehow. How do you get into your 20s and not have a laptop? You've been to college. You need a laptop for that. 
dude I don't even, I didn't even remember that she didn't have a laptop how weird I don't think so I think she got one from Christian as a Christian. gift and like people think that she's trying that Dakota Johnson plays this role sarcastically because it's stupid but if you think it's stupid don't fucking do it I know the paycheck is good but all the arguments you can make for Twilight being about an abusive relationship are undeniable in this movie yeah yeah and you're basically just kind of like making it okay because the money is so good yeah but it's it's not okay and you can't just kind of like ignore it and like fake it till you make it in this instance like um yeah (laughs) especially in the sequel yeah go ahead i went on about the red flags she is literally confronted by a former submissive of his who is in tatters because of <laughs> the mental and emotional turmoil he put her through. Now she did lose her husband in a car accident, but typically that just puts you into a mode of grieving for your husband. It doesn't send you on a psychopathic rampage to right. your former boyfriend's <laughs> current yeah. girlfriend. And yeah. Like the second I would have, I, that I met that woman, I would have been like, huh, maybe I should, <laughs> take the $24,000 he's giving me, put it in another bank account that he doesn't have access to and move across the fucking country. Yeah, that's another thing that Sam and I really were just like, are you fucking stupid? Because he straight up gives her like a fat check. $24,000. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want this money, Christian. Like, why? (laughs) Take it. He's just giving you it like he does. He said, I I make this much money in 15 minutes. It's nothing. It's like, I'm like, fine, I'll put it in my emergency account. And he'll be like, that's fine. Cause he's it's, like a big idiot too. Everyone's just super dumb all yeah. around. <laughs> and he has her bank account information. Another glaring oh, siren in that's her right. face. He, he like, well, if you can't, if I can't give you the money, I'll force you to have the money. <laughs> and he fucking calls the bank yeah. and does it. I'm like, what the fuck? And Jesus, it reminds me of my favorite meme where it's a response to a tweet that someone posted uh, Mm -hmm. saying, um, if someone put a million dollars on the table and a book on how to make a million dollars on the same table, I'm going to take the book instead. And then it's the uh, classic Spider-Man cartoon where he's reading a book and the book says, should have taken the million dollars, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And that's awesome. basically Anastasia. It is not feminist for you to reject his $24,000. That's just stupid. Take the money, put it in a separate bank account under a fake name. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. And then you're set for life. If like, he happens to dump you because he kind of makes it. So she's kind of like a bit dependent on it on him because he's yeah. so like loaded. Um, or, yeah. you know, when you decide to leave him because his ex submissive confronts you in his penthouse apartment and tries to shoot you with a fucking gun (laughs) like she's so stupid i it infuriates me i don't think all victims of abuse are stupid i just think anastasia's stupid anastasia is so dumb and like there's so like i don't even think i should have written down every instance but i was working on my bullet journal while we were watching so i didn't write anything down but there are so many instances where she just does really stupid stuff 
that's not forgivable because like Sam and I said, if someone offered you that much money, common sense dictates that you should take it because one, you're not legally bound by marriage. That's just your boyfriend. So it's a gift. You can just take it and not have to worry about any repercussions. So honestly, I don't know. And That's another funny. thing that yeah. makes her stupid, her friend Joseph, oh God, who Creep. <laughs> is almost as bad as Christian. She goes at the, the movie starts with her going to his gallery opening mm-hmm. and God. she walks into the gallery and there's just like 15 senior portraits of her. <laughs> And he's like, you're my best work. And when I say these are senior portraits, they're senior portraits. They're not like, (laughs) they're not like artistic shots. They're just what you. Yeah. They have no like theme. It's just like pictures Anastasia is the theme. (laughs) And (laughs) she's just like, he's like, I didn't ask you because I knew you'd be too shy. And she's like, yeah. Like that's the only (laughs) issue with it. Not that he has all these pictures. Yeah, she's like, just wow, there's so much of my face. Like, <laughs> oh God. Like, I'd be fucking pissed. I'd be like, first of all, when Sir. did you take all these pictures of my face? <laughs> <laughs> laughing. It's like black and whites of her, like, la- like, <laughs> like, oh, it's like all cute. And I'm like, oh, okay. And everyone's like, oh, it's her. <laughs> like, what kind of gallery opening is that? Do they live in like New York or some shit? They live in Seattle. Oh yeah, it's like Pacific Southwest New York. <laughs> yeah, and dang, and then Christian buys all the pictures, and I guess since we're oh, on he does? Christian, yeah, and since we're on Christian and we're still technically on acting and not story, yes. Um, Jamie Dornan or whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, he is not hot. No, not hot. <laughs> he he does not. Uh, let's see. The guy who plays Christian Grey is probably the most awkward human on the face of the planet. He is not hot, nor does he exude dom energy. He is a fucking bottom in tops clothing. Yeah, he's just like, he's just like, I really don't know how to describe it. But when I was watching, I'm like, oh, he's so ugly. Like, I really <laughs> do not find him attractive. I don't know who does. It's not me. It's not Sam. No. <laughs> I don't see it. No. <laughs> It is the only people who find him are attractive are your 50-year-old aunties <laughs> who went to see this movie yeah. with their hair tied up in buns and their sweatpants mm. and Uggs and their little Starbucks cups that they snuck in in their giant purses. Right. And they're like, oh, I'm going to get so many scandalous ideas for the bedroom. <laughs> right. It's like he just kind of looks like just... I really don't know. Just like he doesn't have a thought in his head. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how he looks. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Jamie Dornan. <laughs> he's like, he's like Scottish in real life. Maybe if he just used his accent, it might be a little more exotic, but that nope. would be more exciting. Big dumb American guy. Um, <laughs> and let's see, final notes on Anna. She yes. is super frustrating this whole time. She makes the flip to wanting to just be a vanilla couple to wanting to be choked like a filthy whore so fast. Like I think the amount of time in the movie may have been longer, but in the film it's within 15 minutes. Yeah, (laughs) it is. And um, that's really funny because um, to riff off of that and to take it a step back, um, I, I was trying to remember what happened at the end of the first movie and it is, they, they do like break up, right? They're just like broken up. She, yeah. She, like, um, yeah. She asks him 
to show her the extent of which <laughs> the B, quote unquote BDSM can go and he does and she gets mad because it wasn't she she said it wasn't necessarily the pain he was inflicting on her that made her run but it was the fact that he was getting off on it and like yes anna yes that's bdsm that's uh that's and usually the reciprocant is also super into it and that's why you and christian shouldn't be together you guys are not sexually compatible yes Yes, exactly. So they and broke e- up. And even though he and even though later in the movie he's like, I'm not a dom, I'm a sadist. Sadomasochism is still part of the BDSM <laughs> community. Like you can be a sadist, but you gotta find a masochist to go with it. You can't just inflict that on someone who wants to be vanilla. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, he really does say that. And um so yeah, in the first movie they break up at the end because she's like all fucking upset because he like spanks her too hard because it's not even like beating on her it's just like whatever so anyway in the beginning of this movie he like sends her a bunch of flowers and stuff and he's like obviously still like sending her little gifts and shit and then they he like goes to the art thing i guess is where they meet up and then he's like let's have dinner and she's like well okay <laughs> and they like have dinner and he's like i want you back and she's like okay I guess that's fine, <laughs> but just but not, like it, she just takes him back in a heartbeat. It's like she fucking forgot all about it. Like he had her mind erased. Um, yeah. so that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and and no. it follows into what Sam was saying before about yeah sexual <laughs> just, compatibility and just her like being a total idiot and stuff and ignoring red flags and stuff and just her being an idiot as a character yeah um so moving on to plot because there are other characters in this movie but they don't matter because (laughs) (laughs) speaking of plot what plot what plot is there even um this movie virtually has no conflict. They introduce several dramatic threads that get resolved in about 10 minutes each. The biggest offense being the end when Christian dies in a fucking helicopter crash only to emerge unscathed. Like, did they bother to tell Search and Rescue that he's okay? Why is why was he even in a helicopter? Don't, okay, first of all, I don't know why he was in the helicopter. I don't know who that woman was. I don't know why, yeah. like, I don't know why. He's just like... I'm, I'm going to Portland and then he's in a helicopter for no reason other than for the helicopter to crash. Yeah. And like, also let's go ahead and take a look at some very popular celebrity deaths. Every person that has been in a helicopter crash has died. Yeah. You will, you do not walk away from a helicopter crash just because it's so yeah. small and you crash in the mountains and it blows up. So you just, you yep. pretty much can't, some and christian's like some kind of like a weird magician where he like it's very strange because anna is watching the news and the news like is up to the minute and the news said oh oh my this just in we just found the two survivors and they're okay and then like a second later christian walks through the door like how did he get there so fast i don't know like before that scene was probably inoffensive but we are a year post the death of kobe bryant and his daughter yeah and they died in a helicopter crash because like stormy said they are small and 
they don't have the safety equipment that a big jetliner has. Right. Yeah. Those things are huge and are equipped to like try to make a safety landing, but a helicopter is like a tiny metal orb filled with gas and and going super fast. And when one of those goes down, it is just, it goes down. down. It's down and it splinters. And usually when it goes down, it happens because of the terrain and because the pilot can't really see very well, because if you're in a mountainous area, there could be like fog and stuff. And that's usually what does it. Yeah. Which is awful. Christian was flying on a sunny, clear day. He didn't even have a fucking <laughs> scratch on him. He was wearing a fucking t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. And didn't oh, have God. a scratch on him. Let's <laughs> talk about Christian's jeans real quick. How he keeps them on during sex. Yeah, that was really bizarre, uh, actually. Christian, uh, for my Arrested Development fans out there, Christian Grey is a never nude. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange because Anastasia was completely naked and Christian, I thought he was too eventually, but then they do like a butt shot and his pants are still on. <laughs> They're like pushed down, but... I don't know. I don't understand how that is acceptable if the other person is completely naked. I'd be like, mm-hmm. can you please just, you can finish undressing. Like, I can wait a moment. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Very strange. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, like, um, as I said, there's really no conflict in this movie. It's like tiny little, oh no. Um, so, Anna is a magnet for gross bosses with zero boundary issues because going back to the first movie Christian was her boss and now she's working at a small Seattle publishing company where this boss is also hot and has clear boundary issues and yeah weird uh, weird dude don't don't mean to laugh but um he gets super jealous that she has a boyfriend because the fucking audacity of that and uh when she's like hey i can't go to new york it's super last minute which it wouldn't be you're his assistant you should know that you gotta go to new york but either way you don't want to go to new york with this guy because he's like uh i can make you come in like five minutes (laughs) and then he tries to rape her and Christian is waiting outside and she's like, he tried to rape me. And uh, Christian gets him fired, which conveniently gets this little assistant. She wasn't even an editorial assistant, I don't think. She yeah. was assistant to the editor. Yeah. Which is different. She becomes senior editor because she has one good idea at one meeting. Yeah, one meeting with like three dudes. So that whole problem is resolved and we've still got an hour left in this movie. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, what's what's next? <laughs> what's next, Fifty Shades? Um, also, by the way, that his her boss guy, like, he was totally like saying really inappropriate things and using the f word, and he pinned her against the door, and I was like, that's awful. This man needs to go. And yeah. but and she, she he got him fired, and I was like, he should have had this dude straight. Like, I thought he had him killed to yeah. be honest with you but, but no he's probably going to be the 15 minute villain of the next movie ex- exactly yeah because spoiler alert like they do like a little like quick cameo of him at the very end yeah foreshadowing he's at the end of the movie like all mad <laughs> and like did ha- he did something with like a photograph of 
whatever Anna and Christian I guess and we're like oh he's he's out for revenge what's he gonna do so oh spaghettios yeah um, and um speaking of like but, yeah that conflict the and helicopter, it's just it's yeah, he he didn't actually rape her, but uh, that was clearly his intent. Intent. He right. sexually assaulted her at the very least, but they just it gets pushed under the rug as soon as it's over. Like right. there's no underlying trauma that Anastasia and Christian Grey have to work through. They just go right back to look at these fun kinky sex toys. Let's let's do it let's go make out in the fucking shower with all our clothes on i think yeah. that happened after the helicopter crash i but my point yeah. still stands yeah yeah no of course um absolutely and that's kind of weird too like a bunch of weird stuff happens and i'm sure it, like it looks okay on screen i guess but i immediately try to put myself in the, their shoes and i'm like that would be really awful i don't like to have like wet clothes um, yeah. at all <laughs> and make out in the shower I feel like I just would be uncomfortable anyway I mean well I guess discomfort is what this movie is all about though so I guess I'm missing the point here yeah (laughs) Um, wet clothes BDSM is a very niche it's very niche because they're like pretend you're drowning (laughs) but if this was a if this was a good movie that actually dealt with trauma Mm -hmm. and such I feel like Anastasia's current boss attacking her in such a way would kind of make her realize, oh, Christian kind of did the exact same thing to me. The only difference is I signed yeah. a contract. Right. Yeah. And then no, none of that. <laughs> Just he kind of like it, it's it's portrayed as him coming to her rescue instead of her having like kind of like a like yeah. a revelation but no yeah. and it can't have a revelation because she's such an idiot oh my god yeah. <laughs> she can't figure it out she can't have her own she can she's the type of person who i think that uh she just can't have her own thoughts like yeah. christian has to kind of like give her thoughts to think yeah. yeah which just makes for such a great senior editor at a publishing company right yeah lucky her she's just like it's so lucky she lands like everyone's dream job mm-hmm. <clears throat> sam and me wish we could do that job but <laughs> in seattle um, oh i would love to go to seattle it's like where i want to move dude yeah i would love to just even visit like i'm conflicted between how pretty it is and how much it rains oh god yeah that's true too because there here it goes yeah do you want to have what clothes sam in the shower outside the shower outside the house like what gotta make that decision <laughs> yeah it's okay in seattle to shower the clothes on because it's like just going outside anyway um but yeah i'd like to talk really quickly again about the other piece of conflict which is the random sub yep uh and like so the first time we see her she confronts anna like on the street and she's <laughs> like hey you're anna and she's like oh hey and she has like a slit wrist band-aid on and stuff and then Anna's so dumb she's like she had a bandage on her wrist it was weird like Anna obviously she's suicidal like don't you know what that means don't you know what that is like can't you tell so once again Anna could not connect the dots um Christian Gray had to explain it to her <laughs> yeah he's like oh Anna you're so silly that's my old sub that's late 
Layla or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, I keep files on every single one of you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I see. I'm like forgetting all these details, but um, because the movie was actually like super long, like um, two fucking hours, and it didn't need to be. Yeah, you didn't, really need the, didn't. you didn't need the helicopter crash. No, that could have been saved for like the next movie. Like, yeah, for good. Because <laughs> we've already had like a bunch of climactic events. Um, and then they're like, let's add like a, like more, much more. So yeah, anyway, the Layla girl, she like comes back and she like obviously is the one who like ruins Anastasia's car by like throwing up some a bunch of paint on it and Anna's like car's all fucked up and then she comes into Anna's apartment with a gun and then uh she's like calling Christian master and stuff and she's like you sleep in master's bed but he doesn't love you because we we love him and she's like we like there's like 50 other of these women just out there just living together <laughs> like uh and, and so and then he's like kneel and then like he's like go away anna and she like does oh, and that like, whole scene was so gross it was dude and i don't know what happened to her if he was just like go away and um like, he oh. said that she is in a mental institute getting the help oh, yeah. she needs right right of course because of him <laughs> god i these movies are so offensive. Because he every... just like fucked up her brain. Yeah. Anyway, so that's all the cl- that's all the stuff that happened, but everything was literally immediately fixed for the viewers, so we didn't have to be uncomfortable. Yeah, because <laughs> we're not we're not watching Fifty Shades of Grey for any kind of discomfort. We just want to have the sex scenes, and we're too proud to watch porn. Right. And I think if I counted right, there were like eight sex scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always try to count just because like this movie is notorious for having a lot of sex. So I was like, hmm, how much is there then? Yes. Eight, which is like a, not that much in a two hour movie, I guess. Think about it. Um, which speaking of the sex scenes, there's this one where after Anna's decided that she's totally into this BDSM stuff mm-hmm. out of seemingly nowhere, <laughs> um, right. she pulls out that rod, which is designed to like lock her legs and keep them open. Yeah. Um, Christian made that out to be like the kinkiest thing he has. I'm like, that's really not all <laughs> that. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, that's just like yeah. to f- keep her legs open, which... Yeah. I guess serves a purpose. Yes, yeah, and um, though she can't like resist or whatever, that sounds really wrong. But that's the intent, right? As long as she's consensual, it's fine. It it could be sexy if you if you are like if you're into it. This today, yeah, you know what I mean. So um, he was like, "We should start off slow," and I'm like, "That seems like a pretty tame piece of BDSM equipment." Yeah, maybe if she pulled out the um, electroshock nipple clamps, you could say that. Oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> Sounds awful. But anyway, um, yeah, he has, like, an entire room with all these little drawers with, like, stuff inside for, th- like, all that thing, all the- that purposes. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, when they, she- they pull it out, there's an awkward moment where the housekeeper walks by and they're giggling inside and the housekeeper oh. just smiles to herself. I'm like, 
She's like, we're going to do something spicy in the bedroom. I'm like, see, if I was the housekeeper, I would be like, great. I'm going to have to fucking clean the red room again today. (laughs) Yeah. Like wood polish it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that really does kind of like happen quickly because she really makes like this grand effort to be like, we're going to have a vanilla relationship. We're going to eat vanilla ice cream. We're going to do this and this and that. And that, I guess like if that was a conflict in this movie, it is immediately solved by her saying, ah, I want you to take me to the red room. Like put a yeah. blind, like, do, you know what I mean? Like do all these and things. It's so resolved. Like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much resolved when they go to the ball mm-hmm. and she has the kegel things inside of her. And Is that what those are supposed to be? I, I swear they were anal beads, Sam. No, and I think then... there's some kind of kegel thing for like G-spot stimulation. I see. Is that what the... <clears throat> and he had like uh, these two other things that went with it that... Do you remember like he opened up a little thing and there was like metal strips in it? Oh, those he... were earrings. Oh, earrings? Yeah. Those were for her ears. What the heck? Those were her earrings. Oh, I thought that was supposed to be like something to do with that. And I was like, no. what is no. that? No, okay, so earrings. very ugly e- earrings. Excellent. Thank uh, you. Um, <laughs> I could not no, tell but like the, the balls are doing what they're supposed to do, which is, I guess, like edge her. And she's like, yeah. I think I want you to spank me. And oh my so God. <laughs> during the fucking party, which is at his parents' house, they go up to his childhood bedroom and he spanks her and they have sex Very lightly <laughs> and they have missionary position sex because mm-hmm. that's really the only position they ever do for such a kinky couple, mm-hmm. which actually they did do doggy style in this movie. They did. Oh, so but they're really getting out there yeah but when they do have all the sex i was like sam did they take those metal things out of her vagina <laughs> and she was like no and i was like i didn't notice that they were removed prior to penetration so now this becomes a problem <laughs> like, like yeah, internal I bleeding think... is a problem <laughs> oh god i feel like <laughs> I know this movie is supposed to be a fantasy. Mm. I don't know whose fantasy, um, but someone's. But I wish more movies portrayed sex in general more realistically. Like you see them using their birth control, whether that's popping the pill or putting a condom on. And especially removing kegels from your girlfriend's vagina before penetrating her. Yeah, because I feel like they could have made like a sexy scene of him like removing it and like yeah. him placing it somewhere. You know what I mean? But they're like, yeah. nope. No, the, the, the audience forgot. The audience obviously forgot already by the time we walked up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm watching you. And I, I noticed that you didn't do that. What the and, fuck? So. And honestly, Anastasia's probably got a raging UTI right now because of that. Oh. God, I know, right? Like, geez. Like, um, the vagina can only handle so many objects penetrating it at one time. Yeah, seriously. And ugh, I don't know. See, the but thing anyway. that confused me about the balls was they are connected by string. And yes. he said they're not for your butt. But, like, I feel like one of them could be for the butt. Yeah, 
I, I swear they're for the butt, but I think they could be, but vagina. they aren't. They're not really like the traditional anal beads, which yeah. start out small and then get bigger. bigger. <laughs> yes, yeah. like a bunch. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah. not that I know anything about that. I'm a virgin. <laughs> We've watched enough Fifty Shades, Sam, to know what every piece of sex toy looks like. And like, yeah. we've, we've never seen those. I mean, I know truly kinky sex is uh, spanking and then immediately going into the missionary <laughs> position. <laughs> Their spanking is so lame. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Just because when they do it, um, the sound effect is like very light. It's like a light yeah. slap. So I'm just like, come on, just like really do it. Don't use a sound effect. <laughs> yeah. Obvious. Um, so that's really all there is to say about the plot. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we really talked about like, that's pretty much like how all the sex happens. And, um, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, Anna's like constantly wanting to have sex now and they do sexy stuff in public a lot like something that really made me uncomfortable was whenever he was like fingering her in the elevator which was full of people and they well they were in the back if if that's your question like where were they so they were in the back so no one was like turning around to look at them but there are people like inches from the, their bodies and and Anna's over here like Anna has a tendency to like breathe extremely loud and heavy when she's aroused mm-hmm. in any way mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah just yeah. poor taste dude and uh I was like oh okay I wonder I wonder if that's a thing because I do have like production notes pertaining to sex scenes since this movie was directed by a man Mm -hmm. um as far as i can tell (laughs) and uh, they allegedly did have an intimacy coordinator director choreographer choreographer uh, whatever you want to call them her name is ida o'brien and she also did the sex scenes for normal people and i i don't know if you've watched that yet no well um marianne has a tendency to do the exact same thing that Dakota Johnson does in Fifty Shades of Grey, where just oh. a single touch sends her into oh. heavy breathing. And <laughs> I'm wondering if that's just what e. Ida O'Brien is telling her clients to do. Probably because like, if you know that you're in public, you can try to really keep it together, which mm-hmm. makes it even more of a sexy secret. Not like, not like a Christian has to be like, shut up, Anna. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like he needs to like whisper to like, shh. And that, you know, that might just be Anna's sexual, like, because Christian's the only guy she's had sex with. So it could just be like not knowing better. But then again, David's the only guy I've been with. And thanks to living in the college dorms, I know how to keep it quiet pretty well. Yeah, I think like as a grown ass woman, which is what Anna is, you kind of like just have this inert knowledge of how to act yeah when there's people around and you're like being sexually stimulated yeah you just you keep it quiet you just zip you keep it zipped yeah she doesn't keep it zipped. yeah uh but anyway moving <laughs> into moving into production um yeah. this movie only exists to promote the soundtrack it's a montage after montage <laughs> after montage of like r&b <laughs> yeah Christian says something dramatic. 
top 40 song begins to play. Yeah, and the problem with stuff like that is the- You lose your story. You lose your story. And also I don't care for sex scenes when they bring out like like a hit song with lyrics. That really would kill my vibe. I feel like- (laughs) Like a sing-along. You definitely lose the intimacy of the moment when you do that. Yes, absolutely. Like um, going back to normal people, since they do have the same intimacy coordinator, like they don't do that in normal people. And the sex scenes are so like beautiful and well done. Nice. Yeah, like romantic. Romantic. <laughs> Not you can, awkward. You can <laughs> like actually tell. Video. You can tell there was probably a woman behind the making of those sex scenes versus right. versus whatever dude. the shit these were. <laughs> They were like music videos, like sex music videos. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, that's it. That's what yeah. it was. <laughs> but oh, God. again, these movies are really bad. They don't represent the BDSM community. No. Christian Gray is not a dom. He's not he's just... even a sadist. He's just an abuser who uses these fancy terms. And oh, they yeah. constantly try to justify his behavior because he was abused which doesn't justify it. It just explains it. Yeah, I forgot all about that. That would be like another conflict would be like Christian is like, here, I have scars on my chest because in the oh very God, beginning- the fucking the, lipstick. Right. In the very beginning of the movie, we see that like his dad like put out cigarettes on his yeah. chest as a child, like for some reason. And uh, that makes it okay <laughs> to like be an asshole. And then he's like, still connected with his older like his abuser uh, yeah his, his abuser. rapist yeah his abuser who's like an older woman who's they're trying to make her out to be like a like a dominatrix sexy yeah. cougar lady but uh who was played by kim basinger i like basinger. kim basinger i think that she's she's always been pretty in a, in a certain way and i was like is that Kim Basinger, yeah, <laughs> but, like she sucks, um, and she's well, like, just like everybody. <laughs> everybody seems to know that she abused Christian, and yet she's still invited to all the family functions. Yeah, I was like, first of all, if Christian like hates her so bad, he's like, let's go to her hair salon to get your hair done because there's this whole like debacle about getting Anna's hair done that lasts for like twenty minutes for some reason. And then after that. She fucking shows up at Christian's birthday party. Like, who invited her? And then she shows up at their quasi, he survived a helicopter crash slash engagement party. Oh, yeah. Because they they get engaged in this movie. We're going to have the big wedding next year with the third movie. Yeah. Mrs. Gray. Mrs. Gray, we'll see you now. Yep, it's Mrs. Steel Gray because obviously it was pre-planned that they would be married and her name would be hyphenated and it had to sound cool. Yeah. So Steel Gray, it's, it sounds cool apparently. But anyway, one thing I want to make note of is that Christian like was like, we're going to pick out the ring together because he just kind of announced that they were going to be married and then he took her to like a different place and then he like had the ring though and he was like here's the ring and i was like why didn't you just do that in front of your family they'd be thrilled i think i messaged you in the discord saying there's no fucking way anna doesn't have like a whole wedding pinterest board that he's been stalking yeah you did say that but then like she would be like oh Kristen, i could just like wear like a mood ring and that would be fine (laughs) it's like come on dude like have some self-respect everybody likes a pretty ring 
for their engagement. That's what you're into. And she is into that. But anyway, anyway, I just found it strange that he didn't just like say, oh, the ring is here in my pocket. Anna, will you marry me? But he was like, no, we're going to pick it out together. But he already has it. So it was like, what? It was just kind of weird. Like, yeah. I know it was supposed to be a surprise for Anna, but like. Oh, and I think. I yeah. I sent it. I don't think it's in my notes. Mm -hmm. uh, with that last scene where he proposes to her, it really felt like they were directly ripping off secretary mm -hmm. because it was this beautiful um, greenhouse. And in secretary, his like um, aftercare room is a greenhouse with a bathtub. Aww. They're not even being subtle anymore. Exactly. But that's just, that's not for her aftercare. That's just like for Christian's yeah. pleasure. There's no, there's no such thing as aftercare in the Fifty Shades of Grey universe. No, there's just like, just, Anna, shut up and stop crying. You're just that's, expected to deal with it. Yeah, you're just expected to deal with it. And then if you like go away to have time to yourself, he'll get pissed. Yeah. And like, oh my God. And then there's that part where he like yelled at her and he was like, where the fuck were you? And I was like, oh my God, don't talk to her like that. It was so mean. Yeah. I, I, I like, like, I know him. he's mean, but I was like, that's really mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the whole movie is a real horror show, so we don't really have to get into the realistic aspects. Yeah. So we basically just discuss uh, them. Throughout. I can just I can go over some of the red flags that you should run from your boyfriend if he ever tries to do. Um, when your rich boyfriend decides to buy the company you work for, run. When his run. battered ex girlfriend shows up, run. Run. Especially, uh, she tries to shoot you. Um. Yeah, because no one in a healthy, consensual BDSM relationship should look like that, even after a breakup. Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, immediately after the breakup, you can be weepy if you try to kill yourself. There are clearly deeper issues at foot, and I hope you are able to get the help you need. Yeah, but she was, like, really messed up, and she was ready yeah. to kill Anna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't want to do that. And then uh, when your boyfriend calls himself a fucking sadist, you fucking run. <laughs> When he doesn't wipe off the lipstick from his chest that you drew on like a big line God. to connect all the dots of his scar. When I saw that he still had the lipstick on his chest in that shower scene, I was yeah. like, are you, what, you stained your shirt, bro. What the fuck? Did you not shower? It's like we're, going we're to in a party? movie. Yeah, but like we're also in a movie. So what did they really like draw it back on for the scene? It's not like it was the same day at all. I, I mean, it was the same. It wasn't like it was the same scene, like continuous. Yeah. They were in a different place. Yeah. So like, oh. I don't know. This movie, this whole series is really it's fucking just... weird. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So take heed to what Sam said. And that's all we have to say about that. However, enjoy waiting a whole year for us to finish the trilogy you guys there are just three right not yep. four okay. uh there are four books but just three movies really they didn't go for the fourth book. well i mean the fourth book is just from christian's perspective <laughs> yeah. because we talked about this we talked about how el james oh, yeah. beat stephanie myers to publishing the male pov yeah like, she even ripped off the male pov novel isn't it called just gray yeah 
Oh my God. I remember that now because I remember after it came out, like a sat, a satirical book came out called 50 shades of beige. Yeah. There's also 50 shades of Dorian gray. I really, yeah. I just read that novel recently, actually for the first time. Portrait How, of how'd you like it? You know what? It wasn't bad. It was, it was very dramatic because the men in the Victorian era, all they did all day was sit around and complain about how much money they had and go into the opera and having dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every man in the Victorian era was really just flaming, flaming, flaming homosexual. <laughs> At least in um, Oscar Wilde's world. Absolutely, because he was just straight as an arrow, wasn't he? Yep. But there was no man more heterosexual than Oscar Wilde. Absolutely. All heterosexual men should like look up to him as the symbol of heterosexuality. Yep, the true icon of masculinity. Like there, <laughs> there's Christian Grey. He's like way down at the bottom. <laughs> and then there's Oscar Wilde. He's like way up at the top. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's actually, it was pretty good. Um, but sometimes like when the way they spoke to each other it, it just mm-hmm. kind of is funny because it's so dramatic fam but yeah. it's worth the read everybody should read that because it wasn't one of those classics that was a bore it was actually pretty um yeah. it was really compelling so no oscar wilde he's a he's a good author i hope he has a long and successful career yeah guys because he is not dead yeah <laughs> He's still living. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we do outro notes for specials? Right. Uh, we probably should. Okay. I've got them queued up here. I just get confused sometimes. All right. Are we ready to wrap up? I guess I give this a, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> F for <Absolutely>. fail. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been a while since we've had a, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Usually we find some redeeming quality. This one had none, dude. Like, none. none. I don't even care if you love to go to whatever. Johnson. I almost said to go to Fanning. Dakota Johnson. Oh, don't don't sully Dakota Fanning with this. Sorry, girl. We're still tight. Anyway. And it sucks because Dakota Johnson is such a badass horror queen ever since Suspiria. Yeah. Damn, girl. Like, you're so cool. Like, just, just break free 50 states freed <laughs> anyway that's all i have to say about that we will go ahead and wrap up <clears throat> so i can join my book club meeting at seven which is 701 so i'll be late but that's oh, okay. okay i told them i would be a few moments late because you're talking real literature yeah but we're very punctual because we were, we're chatting for like a few moments before we started recording so that's yeah. awesome Anyway, Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. Uh, today we learned that Sam had a really good list of all the stuff you need to do to watch out for and to run away from if your boyfriend does them, which is like fucking call himself a sadist. Okay, yeah, excellent. Draws on himself with lipstick. He doesn't draw on himself with lipstick, but leaves it on. I don't know, just like weird stuff. Yeah. Anyway, if your boyfriend's Christian Grey, run. So... Moving on. Like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, and iTunes, and Pandora. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. 
We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Sorry, excuse me, I coughed, but I muted myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Want to argue with us about something? Or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. Submissions are open for our yearly anthology called the October Monologues. Check out the submission guidelines on our website and send us your creepy shit. We love horror, and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than the monetary donation would. Also, buy us a coffee is a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. Any other pertinent news? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I guess if your boyfriend is anything like Christian Grey, you can DM us and we'll help you out. We'll we'll help connect you with the resources that you might need. Yeah. Um, Anyway, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. This is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye. Bye, bye. I love the creepy doll that always follows